Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Hey, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. And remember our mantra, wealth is more than just money. Now, today's episode, which represents a day 18 of the National Financial Literacy Month, is all about insurance and you. So I'll be talking a little bit about insurance. You know, oftentimes when it comes to financial literacy, people talk about saving money, paying off debt, investing. But another really great mix with your portfolio, you want to be able to include insurance in it. And so that's what today's topic is going to be all about. And I'm just going to share with you. But what our preface is, is that you talk to an insurance agent, an insurance expert, an insurance company, talk to your accountant. And or you can also talk to your attorney and they will be able to direct you on your path. But life insurance is very, very important. So if you're ready, I'm ready. So let's talk about it just a bit. So one of the things uh, that comes up is that you have to understand your choices. In other words, when it comes to picking a life insurance policy, it can be a complicated decision that you have to make. So one of the things you want to do is to research each choice and consider your needs. So let's first of all talk about term life insurance. Term life insurance is often offered because the price to get it is much lower than if you get a whole life policy. But I'll talk about term life insurance now to give you an even greater understanding of it. Now, what it does, it covers you for a set term, typically anywhere between uh, five to 30 years, but you have to pay those premiums. If you stop paying those premiums, it's over. You don't have it anymore. And whatever you invested in this term policy, uh, no one would be the beneficiary of it. So if you die during that term, your beneficiaries receive the payment amount. Let's say if you have $100,000, you want to split it between your two children, then let's say you get uh, $50,000 for one child and $50,000 for the other. Now, if you're alive when the policy expires, the insurance coverage ends it's no longer a viable policy. Now, you no longer, of course, pay those premiums and you don't receive any payout from the insurance company. So a convertible term policy allows you to switch to a whole life policy when your term insurance, when your term insurance ends, but your premium will rise and it will rise because of your age. That's, that's primarily why. And so you're more of a risk. And when you're more of a risk, there's more of a premium that you have to pay uh, as a result of it. Now, for me, I, I knew know an experience that my parents had uh, uh, life insurance policy. Theirs were term policies. And when they passed away, several of the children that they had, 10, received some, some monies, which I thought was really remarkable, uh, that they would think so highly of us. 
and uh, be able to leave us something in the earth. So a deposit. So I've made it my business to say, you know, when I get married and I have a, a family, uh, now I have children, and you know you have to leave something for them because if my parents did it on the income that they earned, I know I can do it as well. And so it's something that's a part of my portfolio, and I, I don't want my children to have to struggle because in today's economy, it can be really, really tough. And, and so I really behoove each and every one of you to give some thoughts to your policies as well. Now, let's talk about whole life insurance. Now, whole life insurance is a whole a different uh, type of insurance, and it covers you for your entire life. And it pays the insurance amount to your beneficiaries. A variety of whole life insurance includes the following. It includes straight life, universal life, variable life, and variable slash universal life, meaning that uh, they're more of a, a breakdown in options on the whole life as opposed to the term policy. But I, again, I recommend that you talk to a, an insurance professional, talk to your CPA and or your attorney, and they can maybe guide you in a better direction. I'm primarily providing financial education to you as a part of the National Financial Literacy Month. And uh, one of the things, unlike term life policy, these policies, whole life policy, feature an investment element as well. So your insurance premiums include not only the cost of insurance, but also an additional amount that is invested and that grows tax deferred over the life of the policy. And you can borrow against this amount and any loans are deducted from the benefit your beneficiaries receive when you die. So uh, again, when we look at the whole life compared to a term life insurance policy, there's a world of difference. With the whole life policy, you not only pay into that account, the premiums into that account, but you also receive some payouts from it. You can also go in and get a loan against it, and that loan is tax deferred. And you can also, what a lot of people call it, it's like having your own bank. Instead of going to a bank, to get money, you can go into your insurance policy and take some of that money out and you can pay it back. And if you don't pay it back, then the difference will be made at the end of the, the policy and the difference for your beneficiaries will be adjusted by the amount that you, you borrow in case of an emergency or, or something of that nature. So whole life compared to term life, term life only pays on death. And, uh, and if you pay it off in that five to 30 year range, then you have nothing unless you convert it uh, to a, a whole life policy. And, and so that's the difference between the two. So let's uh, get into uh, some of the other things that you can, can consider, some questions you may ask when it comes to picking a, a life insurance policy. And it can be complicated. That's a lot of documents. You literally, and I literally have to read the fine print. And if we don't understand it, ask the insurance agent and they will share with you as well. And uh, so we have to do our due diligence. So we have to do our research. First of all, we have to look at how much does the insurance cost? The monthly premiums for a term life policy are generally lower than a whole life policy, as I mentioned before. And one concern, though, is that if you want a new term policy, when the old one expires, you may have to pay more because you're higher risk uh, because of age and insurance companies are risk averse. And um, so the thing to do is 
because the life insurance premiums are based at least in part on your age and health, let's say, for example, if you buy a 30-year term life policy when you're 30 and the term expires when you're 60, at this point, your premiums for a new policy will likely be higher since you're much older and may have more health concerns than when you bought the policy in the first place. The premiums for a term life policy should stay the same for the entire term, but they may decline under decreasing term policy. Whole life policy monthly premiums are typically much higher, but these policies are meant are, are meant not to expire, so they won't pay more for insurance later in life. When you die, your beneficiaries receive the cash value of the savings you have accumulated over. Now, what are your goals? That's that's one of the things that you want to factor in. Again, when you start looking at your portfolio, you want to ensure that you factor in some insurance. At least that's my recommendation. Uh, if you would like uh, your insurance to give your give to your heirs a certain amount when you die, whole life is, is the most reliable option. Now, remember that insurance is not only your only invest; it's not your only investment choice, but that you may. Uh, get better returns from another investment vehicle such as stocks and bonds or a wide range of other investments. But one of the things, again, you want to do is research your other in in investment options to see which one you believe will perform the best and offer you and your heirs the best return over time. So that's building in generational wealth. And let's say, for example, if you pass and one day we all are, uh, you don't want to leave your family with nothing, where they're starting from zero, especially if they're dependent on your income. But if they're not dependent on your income, you still want to leave them better than when they you, they arrived. And so we make this generational income so that you can maybe help your, your children's children out at some point. And uh, the main question that you want to ask is which option will give you the most flexibility and leave your heirs the largest legacy? And those are your goals. So term life is often considered a good choice for replacing, if not necessary, your income over a certain period. For example, if your family want to have 200000 to pay off your mortgage or send your kids to college in 25 years, you know that would be a difficult if you died in the meantime and your income is lost. So you buy a $200,000 25-year term life insurance policy. When the policy expires, you may no longer need life insurance. Since you will have paid for the mortgage in college and built up other investments for retirement or other needs over time. And then the last question is, and I just finished with goals, the last question is this: how should I choose an insurance company? Now, this is the one that always gets most people because there's so many choices. If you look at marketing on television, if you look at television, the commercials, uh, all of these things. So companies like a AM Best. Uh, Fitch ratings, Moody's Investors Service, and Standard & Poor's ratings service rate insurance companies based on their financial stability. Now, these ratings can be found online. You can also turn to your state insurance company for information on complaints against different insurance companies. Make sure that the company has a good range of choices for the type of insurance you need and that it rates compare favorably with other options. Now, the key for you is going to be this, is to ask questions about things you don't understand when it comes to either a term or whole life insurance company. And uh, this is important. And if you don't understand, and if that insurance professional can't explain it to you, then you want to get you a, a CPA or get you an accountant, look at what your state, the state regulations 
provide in terms of that company and their history within, with clients within the state, with policyholders within the state. But I would say when it comes to financial literacy and insurance and you, it's better to have it and not need it than to not have it and need it. So the bottom line is this, add it as a part of your portfolio. That's my suggestion. That's my recommendation. But the last choice and decision is up to you. Uh, but it will save you a lot in the long run. I have a, another issue that I want to talk about, and it comes to uh, burial insurance. Time after time, we see family members and friends and colleagues that are going online and they are asking for people to donate to the funeral. Uh, my parents didn't make a lot of money in the course of their lifetime and as a part of my lifetime. But guess what? They had a burial policy. Families want to argue. They want to disagree with you or hate you because you don't contribute to, to a burial of one of their children, one of your nieces and nephews, or one of your siblings. The bottom line is this. We were not created to pay for other people's funeral. If my parents with the low income they made had insurance policy, today's generation should also do the same. I have burial insurance. When I die, I'm not asking anyone for a penny. I'll be dead, of course, but you get the point. But for people to want to argue and dislike you because you didn't contribute. Now, they don't speak to you, haven't spoken to you in two or three years. And yet they let someone else make you aware of someone having passed away. And they want you to come to the funeral, not because they want you there, but because they want money to help pay for it. The day and the time is now for people to start taking that money they're using, buying alcohol and other things that, that are illegal and start putting that money in a burial policy. That's the right thing to do. And that's what God asks us to do. So uh, when it comes to burial insurance, which is different than that term and whole life I talked about, get a burial policy. It doesn't cost that much. And that way everyone will be nice, quiet, have that time to grieve and not argue over something that could be taken care of right now. So this is going to end this particular episode on that note of uh, get consider as a part of your portfolio, but not your only one, uh, get either a term life insurance policy or a whole life insurance policy. Call on an insurance professional, insurance company, go out and make the choice. Make sure the, it's within your cost and make sure it's a part of your goal. But insurance is very important. And uh, I uh, wish you the very best in your selection, but call on a professional and ask as many questions as necessary because it will make a difference in the long run. Uh, this ends uh, episode uh, 225 on day 17, uh, on day 18 rather, of the National Financial Literacy Month series in which I'm hosting. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Thank you for joining me on this with Wealth Academy podcast, and I'll see you on the very next episode. Have a great day, everyone, and uh, many blessings on this Easter day for you and your family. Take care Thanks for, for listening to Take Wealth care. Academy podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.